When tax time comes around, are you being reactive or proactive? Do you find yourself swimming in a sea of questions? Like, is it better to do my tax return cheaply? How do I know if I'm doing them the right way? Welcome to the Tax Answers Advisor with Marcelino Dodge. Today, we'll answer these questions and many more. Sharpen your pencils and take some notes. Now, here is your host, Marcelino Dodge. Welcome to the Tax Answers Advisor. I am Marcelino Dodge on my 15th show and building. Uh, Real exciting to have listeners around the world to this podcast, not just here in the U.S., but we certainly thank everyone in China and France and other parts of the world for tuning in and getting this valuable information to help them on their uh, U.S. tax return. And you can always reach me very easily at uh, www.cashtracksfinancial.com or email at success at cashtracksfinancial.com or give me a call, 844-394-4287. And then, of course, you can also visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cash tracks well we got a few updates going into the week uh, some things that just some additional understanding from the IRS just to give one some updated information like for example part of the uh, latest stimulus bill we didn't touch on before but this is just a something to help out those who normally claim the uh, earned income tax credit or the additional child tax credits. These are refundable, helps increase your refunds. Uh, due to income changes for the year, they can actually use 2019 income to calculate those. We're still wait- waiting for some further guidance exactly how that's going to be done, but that's going to be interesting to see how tax returns are when we finally do start filing. And speaking of filing, we do not have a start date yet for the 2021 filing season as of the date this uh, podcast is broadcasting. So we're going to kind of look forward to that. And as soon as that comes available, we could mention that as early as next week. Also, economic Im- impact payments, that uh, we've had two of those go out. They are in advance of what's known as the recovery rebate credit. Now, if you receive the full amount of these payments, this was guidance just recently came out, uh, those amounts are not included on your tax return. Now, they made an adjustment in there so that you only need to put an amount as if you did not receive the full amount, which basically means if you had a reduced amount uh, that you didn't receive, like the first payment, say you only received 700 of the scheduled 1200, well, you gotta put on the tax return uh, the 700 there, and then if you uh, qualify based on your 2020 income, For the other $500, you'll get that extra $500. Here's another exciting note from the IRS this week. Uh, All taxpayers are eligible to request an identity theft protection PIN. Basically, what this does is that you can lock your tax return with a six-digit code. You go to the IRS website. There's a special place you go to do that. And what you do is you put in various identifying information and a six-digit code is issued to you, which then basically what that means is that when you go to file your tax return, you have to have that six-digit code in order to file. That basically prevents ones from filing a fraudulent tax return on your behalf. 
and collecting refunds, which is going to be part of our topic a little bit later as we look out for the wa- for the IRS Dirty Dozen, as this title of this program is Watch Out for This IRS Dirty Dozen. And this ID theft pin program is a way that the IRS is helping ones to con- combat that. Now, it's voluntary. Uh, taxpayers can sign up for this. It's no cost to protect your identity with the IRS. Now, some, and I have a few clients like this, who have actually had one of these ID theft pins for years because their identity had been stolen and they get these letters in the mail every year from the IRS with their with their PIN code. If you already are getting that PIN code, essentially there's no change for you. It's all just nor business as usual. But if you want to go ahead and get that PIN to lock up your tax return to protect you a little bit even more, you can certainly do so by visiting the IRS website. Just want to give you a quick reminder here of all the services, or at least what our special solutions are here at Cash Tracks Financial. Yes, a process where we want to get you the most from your business and financial life. We help you to define a strategy to achieve your goals. We do these through steps and action plans. Taking care of your taxes and accounting are just a part of it. We do just not not just your tax return here, but we offer a year-round service to provide proactive solutions. As well as access, when you're a part of our solutions management program, you get access to me, Marcelino Dodge, throughout the year without any additional cost to help you through financial matters and your tax matters and in dealing with most IRS notices. Our topic about the IRS's dirty dozen. This is a list that the IRS publishes every year. Uh, We have the list that was published in 2020, which is what we're going to review today. And this is a list that is to warn taxpayers of scams and problems and challenges and things that what people do, criminals, to try to get your money. Now, we bring this up at this point because we're just at the threshold of tax season beginning. Beginning, And scammers, what they go to look for, they look for easy prey. They're just like the animals, like the lions out in, out in Africa that don't go after the strong ones. They go after They go after the weak ones for their prey. Well, that's what scammers do. They look for those so they can easily target. And by having this list and even by broadcasting this right now, what we're doing is helping ones to raise awareness of these various scams because tax season just around the corner, people are going to be out there. And I I get these emails periodically through tax season of trying to get phishing information from me uh, about uh, saying, here's my tax information. Here's the link to get it. Please do my tax returns. Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know you. So that's why we do not click on any links from taxpayers because we don't know who it is most most of the time. Thus, we protect all of our taxpayers' data. And so as these criminals seek personal information, the Internal Revenue Service does pursue these individuals. And so we're helping you to be aware that they are out there. They're trying to get you by either online means or the phone. So basically, as we go through this, we're going to encourage you not to speak to these individuals as they call. 
or as they visit you online or on the phone because those are the two most common methods that they use. So uh, let's start looking at some of these scams now and see exactly what this dirty dozen is and how you can protect yourself. The dirty dozen starts with one phishing. Yes, these are phishing just like uh, it's spelled differently than going fishing at a lake. Uh, it's a P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G but basically, it's the same principle as you cast out a line to try to hook your fish, whatever you like to hook fish for, trout, catfish, whatever. We see that scammers will cast out a line, often using fake emails or fake websites to try to get you to release personal information to them. Now, they will send out information with that could appear to be from the IRS could look maybe from the US government but the big clue is is to, that this is a fishing expedition is that the IRS does not initiate contact through email for tax bills that right there is your red flag if you get some type of email demanding you make a payment to the IRS, know that it's not from the IRS. The IRS does not contact you in that manner or initiate any contact through email. You're also encouraged when you get these emails, they often have some type of link, a link that can either download something onto your computer or take you to some type of fake website. When you get this information through these, these phishing expeditions, be it come through email, can even come through text messages to your cell phones now, and or other links, they're using a lot of keywords that can draw your attention because, once again, they're trying to reel you in and get some of that information. Keep in mind, they're using keywords that are really common today, like coronavirus, COVID-19, Stimulus or stimulus payments, all of these are efforts by them to try to reel you in, to get your information. You just want to delete the email, delete the text message, and move on. Don't let those fishing expeditions find you. Another challenge or another one on the list, the second one, is fake charities. Yes, natural disasters like we've seen some of the hurricanes, the fires that have been going on around the country. Criminals will often exploit these. They exploit also the COVID-19 pandemic as well to try to get you to give them personal information, to give them money. These often start with some type of unsolicited telephone message, a text message. Perhaps they contact you through social media, email, or perhaps even in person. And what is really sad is that they will set up websites. They will have names that appear to be legitimate charities or even maybe look like a legitimate charity because they want to trick you. They want to get your personal information, in, but you don't want to give them any of your personal information, of course. Sometimes in this uh, fake charity, 
they'll even claim to work in behalf of the IRS. So that's where you always got to look at the website. I always encourage ones, if you get an email, you got to go up and hover over the uh, where whoever the sender was to really get an idea of where that email uh, came from, what the source of that email is. And if it doesn't have irs.gov there, you know it's not from the IRS. But also know, once again, the IRS does not communicate through emails. Another way to visit with a legitimate charity, if you want to confirm it, is to think about the employer identification number or the EIN. Because if it's a legitimate charity that you're working with, they will provide that EIN to you so that you will be able to verify that they're with the IRS. And of course, there is a search tool if you want to find legitimate charities or charities that you really would like to donate to. You can go to irs.gov and look up legitimate charities that you can provide a donation to. And it's vital that you do that, not only just for your own protection in making sure you're giving to a legitimate charity, but as well as in knowing that you'll be able to deduct that donation. I mean, because you got the $300 above the line deduction for individual that has now been up to $600 for uh, married filing joint couples. So to do that deduction, you need to make sure you use that search tool and have a legitimate charity. And if <laughs> charities too, if you're wanting to deduct it, you got to keep in mind that if you make a single donation in a single day of $250 or more, you need to have an acknowledgement letter from that charity. And if they're hesitating or saying they don't want to provide that or come up with some other lame excuse, you know that that is not a legitimate charity. And then you know that you do not want to even take a chance with them. The third of this IRS dirty dozen deals with threatening impersonator on a phone call with you. I've had clients get such calls. I've had uh, some of these calls come in myself. Uh, I believe even my assistant has gotten one of these calls. These these people call, man, they get they just get mean. And that is awful that they would even do that. They claim to be with the IRS, which the IRS does not initiate calls or like that or they don't even threaten like that they attempt to install fear a sense of fear and urgency demanding you gotta make that payment like right now or we're gonna send the police over there the sheriff you're gonna be arrested well the IRS never makes a threat of such for immediate payment they never do that and so They'll call, they'll make a phone call to you, and this is voice phishing as well. That is a major threat, so you have to be very, very careful, extremely careful there because the IRS just does not do that. I mean, you get several, several letters before you'll even get a visit, and then the only time you know that is you have a gentleman or gentleman or woman with a badge and a gun from the IRS, then you know you're in trouble. And they identify themselves clearly. But the IRS does not make threatening calls. 
yes, sometimes on these calls, they will threaten arrest, deportation, revocation of your driver's license. And so they're very, they're very aggressive. And the IRS does not do that. I've spoken to the IRS on clients' behalf on so many occasions. And at least the individual, all the individuals that I've dealt with have been very professional and very helpful, everyone that I have. So that's what we got to keep in mind. If you get a threatening call, basically just hang up on them because that person is not with the IRS. So there's no need to pay a bogus tax bill, especially if you've done business with us over the years or you come into our office or you we start doing ver- business virtually uh, with uploads of tax documents and so on. You know you don't have a tax bill and you can always call and visit with me about that when you're on our program so that you don't have to worry about these threatening calls. If someone calls threatening, you, you have an imme- your immediate access to me as your tax person to know, yeah, you know, no, you don't owe that tax bill, so just don't worry about that. Just let it go. And I've had to actually tell a lot of clients that because we know what their tax situation is. We're going to go ahead and come back. We've covered three of 12 dirty dozen. We're going to continue on in just a couple minutes when we return to discuss more. This is the Tax Answers Advisor with Marcelino Dodge on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you wanting to grow wealth faster, save time, and build a nest egg? Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-round to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Call Marcelino Dodge today, 719-336-8739 to schedule your free tax strategy review. Call 336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Many people want to build wealth or grow their business faster, but do not know what specific numbers to look at that actually help build monthly cash flow. Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-around to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Schedule your free tax strategy review by calling 719-336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. To reach our program today, please call in. The number is 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to success at cashtracksfinancial.com. Now, back to the Tax Answers Advisor. 
Welcome back to the Tax Answers Advisor. This is Marcelino Dodge. Appreciate you listening to the program today as we are discussing the IRS dirty dozen tax scams that are out there. A fine warning that everyone needs because tax season is coming up and the scammers like come out of the woodwork trying to do everything they can to steal your tax information and in many cases steal your refund as well. We're on number four of our dirty dozen, which is social media scams. These scams, once again, take advantage of various events as, once again, going on right now, the COVID-19 to try and steal your information and to get money from you. Now, social media is is an area where information, of course, we know is widely shared. People post photos and other information about themselves. Now, this is where, as a, as a business and as a person who's interested in people, I always encourage people to be careful on what you post on social media, especially photos, because it's often thought or often recommended that do you, if you post this photo, would you like to see it on the front page of a newspaper? So it's a, it's a, it's thought provoking because when you put information out on the social media, uh, it's shared, and scammers can use this as ammo, ammunition for a wide variety of scams that are out there that they're trying to do. So it's very, very uh, important that you be careful what you post and keep in mind that the information that you put out there on social media can be used by a potential criminal to convince you that they're speaking with someone that is close to them. Because we've got a lot of cases, and we've read a lot of cases, where ones have met through social media or whatever, and the person wasn't exactly who they said they were, and there's been other challenges that come up. So it's it's important that if you're going to use social media, that you have uh, also some privacy settings that you can use in those. So you need to... Uh, examine those to help to prevent being scammed through social media, especially when it comes to your tax and personal information. Because what you can also get communicated from these ones through text, email, or even through the the social media messaging applications that are available. Uh, You can possibly receive a link of some type of subject because when they go and look at your social media, potential victims can be sent something that could be of interest to them. And of course, by studying your social media, a potential criminal can say, okay, well, they're interested in perhaps certain types of cars or they're interested in various other subject matter, whatever that may be. And they could send something that could be of interest to you. And that, once again, that link could be very, very dangerous to you. As well as ones can use potential contacts to even go after your friends and family if they get into your social media. So it's good to, when you think about your social media, is to be changing your password often and be and, and just being extremely careful because they're scamming for tax information and for other issues via social media. Our next part of the Dirty Dozen, number five, is economic in- impact payments. Or refund theft. Yes, we see the IRS has made great strides against refund fraud and theft, but 2020, guess what? 
a new a challenge came up, the stealing of economic impact payments, various scams out there, ones trying to do, uh, trying to steal payments from people via uh, any means that they can with their information. So just be aware that, that there's a scam out there. You may get some type of uh, text message, you may get some type of email, or you may have seen these already. Uh, but with more with the potential of more of these economic impact payments coming, it's good to be aware that these there are scammers out there trying to take these. Uh, they get it from filing false information on tax returns. Now think about this: we're filing false tax returns. I was talking about earlier about the uh, ID pins for your tax return. Well. They can steal your refund by filing a false tax return, and thus that's where locking your tax return is very is important to prevent this even from happening. These uh, criminals also can supply bonus, bogus that is bogus information that can divert a refund. I'm not exactly sure how they do this, but they can. There's a way that they do this that will divert your refund either to their own bank account, or to some specific address. And so they try to, so they do these things to try to steal your refund. Now on economic impact payments, here's a side note on these that came through, is that nursing homes had to be warned that these economic impact payments, they belong to the individual in the nursing home and not to the organization that was providing the care. So I'm very interested in seeing how this, uh, how they had to be reminded of this, but yet keep that in mind. If you have an individual in a nursing home and they get an economic impact payment, that belongs to them. It does not go to the nursing home uh, or other facility providing care. What it does also is nice is that if you have an individual that's on some type of federal program or Medicaid, that economic impact payment that they receive does not, I repeat, does not count in determining whether those individuals will be eligible for the Medicaid or other programs. It's not considered income. So that's important to keep in mind as the potential for more of these payments come out. Our number five, or I'm sorry, this is number six uh, of the Dirty Dozen. We're getting halfway through here at the halfway point of uh, the show today. Senior fraud. Yes, our, our dear special seniors, they're in need of special care. And those who take care of their senior parents, boy, you are to be just commended and seniors, they need to be on alert, and those who help them with financial matters need to be on alert. This type of fraud, unfortunately, happens in so many areas. And so this is the most likely group to be targeted and victimized by these because so many of our loving seniors are very, tr- are, well, they're, they're trusting. Many of them are trusting by nature, and they're hoping that people will, will be honest and truthful with them. But unfortunately, that, that just doesn't happen. And it's just really sad that they are abused in such a manner. 
Now, both personal and professional relationships, these need to be close, very closely monitored and very uh, and watched very closely so that no individual takes takes advantage of them. Now, what helps when it comes to this uh, fraud, this elder fraud or senior fraud, is that when there's a friend, a very close trusted friend, or a family member, when they take interest and they really assist, and I certainly am grateful for ones that do this, and I see many individuals who do help their aging parents. I mean, I gave some help to my own uh, my own mother before I lost her in 2019. And certainly that helps them to know that not that they're cared for and that that fraud can be avoided. So as we look at this and we consider this part of senior fraud as one of the dirty dozen, we want to make sure that as individuals, as these as our older ones, they're becoming more and more comfortable with technology. And as they do so, that does open up the means for fraud to happen to them. So we, we want to continue to help them to be on alert uh, because they are getting emails, fake emails. This is I talked about the phishing emails earlier. We want to help them to, to see don't, don't click on certain things in these emails. Uh, they, uh, we're getting text messages, same same deal. They can get the text messages, the fake websites for charities and so on, uh, or fake IRS websites, which are out there that ones can be redirected to. You got to be very, very careful. And some of these uh, older ones using social media as well need to be encouraged to just just be careful and cautious. And I encourage, uh, if you have an aging parent, take an interest in them. Do what you can for them to help them so that they're not going to be a victim of this senior fraud, this part of the dirty dozen. Number seven here are scams targeting non-English speakers. And that's another a group that, uh, that, that needs assistance and should be assisted, but yet these scammers go after them because often they have a limited English speaking ability and they can be threatened and intimidated, unfortunately, and oftentimes when they make a phone call or contact them, they take a threatening tone with them, and thus that can make them put them in fear and make oh wait a minute, try to put them back so that they don't, uh, so that they'll they'll give up the money basically, or give up their information, and a part of this target with non-English speakers has been economic impact payments. Uh, oftentimes seeking both personal and, once again, financial information, claiming that they're going to help them to get their economic impact payment. And that's, again, not good because you can only really uh, use a trustworthy person such as such as this office uh, if there's a need to be there or just going directly to irs.gov. For non-English speakers, they often get phone scams as a big threat, which comes through robocalls, which we're all sick of those things uh, coming in, but they get those, and sometimes they get a, a real person that's uh, that's trying to intimidate them, and so what we just be very, very careful about and helping them to see or find a trustworthy, which is why in my particular case in my office, if I have... Uh, 
a non-English speaker, which in my area most commonly is a Spanish speaker. I happen to be blessed with a, a bilingual assistant who can speak both English and Spanish, and she does a very fine job in, in helping ones and explaining things to them. Now, what can further intimidate some non-English speakers is that when one makes a phone call to them, one of these criminals make a call to them, they may already have some information. They may have like their address or they may have like the last four digits of their social security number or their uh, ITIN number. They may have those things. So that may make them think, oh, no, I, I need to do something. I may have a problem. I may I may actually owe the IRS something. Well, once again, what these individuals will do in a threatening tone, they'll threaten jail time. They'll threaten deportation. They'll threaten revocation of their driver's license. And so these non-English speakers will, because they, they just don't want to have to worry about it, sometimes they'll, they'll give in. And so keep in mind, and this goes to all, and if you know some who uh, are, and you want to help them who are non-English speaking, and you can let them know that, you know, the IRS doesn't communicate this way. Get that to them so that they know that the IRS doesn't do anything with jail time, deportation. All they want is the tax, or if they actually do it, and they'll actually send you a letter, and they'll send you multiple letters before you even get uh, get further contact. And when you get the certified letters, that's when you really worry. And the most vulnerable when it comes to non-English speakers in this are those who are the most recent immigrants. So... Just be careful uh, and try to help any non-English speakers. Yes, this podcast is in English, but if if this information can be shared with anyone you know, just to let them know the IRS does not do this, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, we can help. Uh, we can help ones and to avoid these situations. We would be eternally grateful. Now we're at number eight of the IRS's dirty dozen, and this is really one of my biggest uh, issues, is unscrupulous return preparers. Yes, the vast majority of those who prepare taxes every year, they're honest, they're really good people, they do a fine job, but what we encounter, just like every other business, is that there's some bad apples, bad eggs out there who mess it up for everybody else. And so certainly these dishonest ones need to be found and need to be gotten rid of or just stop stop doing it. I talked previous shows about ghost preparers. Yes, these are preparers who oftentimes will do it cheaply, but yet oftentimes, and I've seen this happen in my own practice here in helping people, is that there's serious filing mistakes. Potentially, even there's tax fraud. A person may even lose their refund because of how poorly this person did their tax return. And these ghost tax preparers are often, that's all they do is a tax return. They don't do anything else and they're done. You never see them again until the next year and it's time to collect a little money to do a tax return. And oftentimes... These tax preparers will target those who are not even required to file a tax return, which is interesting that they would do that, but any ways to make money, so these types of preparers, once again, need to be avoided. I have I've heard this, I've seen it in my area, where one's promised to this huge refund, 
I mean, just big old refund. We're going to give you X amount of dollars per child. I hear this. And it's a false claim. Uh, there's certain credits that they say, well, we can take this and we can take this. But yet to t- take those claims, they need to inflate income and do other uh, basically fraudulent activity. And so if they're going to do something and you don't actually have the income, then yeah, that's that's someone you don't want to even come close to. I say run and run like you've never run before. Also, if you ever are asked to sign a blank form 1040, do not do it. Another one of those situations, run and run fast. These return preparers also are to be avoided. If they say, oh, I can give you 5000 or I can get you $10,000 back, and they haven't even looked at your W-2s or 1099s, whatever your records are. That that that's where that's what's really infuriating. They'll do this, make these false promises just to get someone to come, pay them their whatever amount they're charging to do it. Also, I I haven't encountered this, but obviously it is an issue where some return preparers charge a fee based on a percentage of the refund, which I don't know, maybe five percent, ten percent of the refund is what they charge as the preparation fee. That's another one of those situations. Run and run fast because that is not how you're supposed to do it. And that is often inflating the tax preparation fee to really an outrageous amount. And also with these unscrupulous return preparers, these people who charge you $25, 50 or $100 to do a tax return, they're violating the law if they do not have what's in the business known as a PTIN, which is a preparer tax ID number. If you get paid to prepare a return, doesn't matter if it's five bucks, twenty bucks, five hundred bucks, whatever, you are required by law to sign that tax return and put that P10 number on it. And so if that tax preparer does not do that or doesn't have that, then you need to run, run fast, and find a reputable tax return preparer like myself here at Cash Tracks financial and we will do it absolutely right the first time and do it according to what the law is we've covered nine no i'm soup no we've covered eight eight of 12 of the dirty dozen we'll cover the remainder here after this break this is marcelino dodge on the tax answers advisor on the voice america business channel Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you wanting to grow wealth faster, save time, and build a nest egg? Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-round to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Call Marcelino Dodge today, 719-336-8739 to schedule your free tax strategy review. Call 336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Many people want to build wealth or grow their business faster but do not know what specific numbers to look at that actually help build monthly cash flow. 
Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-around to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Schedule your free tax strategy review by calling 719-336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. To reach our program today, please call in. The number is 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to success at cashtracksfinancial.com. Now, back to the Tax Answers Advisor. Welcome back to the Tax Answers Advisor. I'm Marcelino Dodge. Appreciate you tuning into the program today. Is been talking about the dirty dozen uh, tax scams that the IRS has issued out. We've covered we've covered eight of these up to this point, and it just gets deeper and deeper as you go into this because so many people out there are after your identity, after your money, and they're using various means, uh, even through the IRS, to try to do that. We've all heard these commercials as we go on to number nine, uh, where they make these claims, uh, be it on television or radio, sometimes it's been, uh, it was in the old phone books, if you've had a paper phone book, these claims where we're going to settle your tax debt for pennies on the dollar. This people owed $100,000, we settled their debt for $1,000 or whatever. Well, those are what the IRS identify as offer in compromise mills. Oftentimes, we see exaggerated claims where they're going to settle a tax debt, as I mentioned, for pennies on the dollar. They make it sound like it's an automatic process. And it's funny because I've gone to many seminars over the years that have discussed these matters. And a lot of these individuals... Uh, it seems like they come and go, and that's really what happens. They come and go. We see some who uh, advertise, and I guess they make some money, but then till till an attorney general's office and some state comes after them for not really doing what they say they're going to do, uh, then they're gone. And it seems like uh, I hear these ads on the radio come and go as well for this company, and then for a little bit, then they're gone. Now, what where this is really a scam is that they say they can get this done. They'll gather your information. They'll charge a pricey fee. And they'll get out these applications. It's called an offer and compromise that they'll help a taxpayer to prepare or supposedly uh, prepare. And they don't even know if the taxpayer qualifies for it. 
but they charge them these exorbitant fees. And they make it sound like the IRS accepts all of these uh, offers in compromise. Well, the IRS does not accept all of these offers and compromise offers. In fact, uh, most recent stat we got was from 2019, the fiscal year 2019. The IRS received 54,000 of these offers in compromise. They only accepted 18,000, which means they only accept the IRS in that year, they only accepted about 33% of the offers in compromise that were submitted. So it's not as automatic of a process as ones can make you think. Also, what where it's misleading is that they make it sound like all this is going to happen like right away. Well, in reality, when you do an offer and compromise, it takes several months before the IRS even gets to it. So oftentimes you're talking six months to a year before you can get a response from the IRS on an offer and compromise. So it doesn't, it's not as automatic and it just doesn't happen as fast. So we always suggest that you need to work with the reputable uh, enrolled agent such as myself a CPA or a tax attorney to assist you if you need indeed have some tax issues or back taxes owed or unfiled tax returns. Find someone reputable and you can definitely use an office like a Cash Tracks Financial to help you to catch up on that. It's a tax representation work and we're happy to help ones to uh, take care of that as a part of our services. Number 10 on this list is fake payments with repayment demands. Oftentimes, what we see happen is that the IRS uh, accidentally, well, it doesn't accidentally, let me go back here, is that criminals will then steal or obtain both the taxpayer's social security number or their ITIN and bank account information. And then they file a false tax return, sometimes on behalf of the taxpayer and sometimes even with the taxpayer's knowledge, this tax return is filed. And they get their refund direct deposited to their account. And this, they have the nerve here. They're going to file a tax return. They're going to, then they're going to call, pose as an IRS employee, claiming, oh, there was an error, and you must return the money to us. Now, again, the IRS will not call you. They will send you a bill if you actually owe them the money. What these people do, though, and where they make their mistakes, is that they will then tell you, oh, you need to repay us, but you need to buy a gift card to send us. It's like, what? The IRS never demands how you pay them. They just want to be paid. So don't fall for that. Never get a gift card and send it to someone because it's just a form of fraud. Because when the IRS actually wants a payment from you, they'll take a check, they'll take a money order. There's ways you can pay them through a credit card as well. So there's options available, and the IRS never does payments through gift cards. If by chance you do happen to receive some type of refund, and you didn't expect the refund, well, it's important that you contact your financial institution, your bank, credit union, wherever you bank with or have your accounts, check with them, see see if they can figure it out, and then, of course, call the IRS 
and let them figure it out, especially if it was a direct deposit of some sort. Try to figure it out then, but don't ever, ever accept that you need to give a gift card to pay a tax payment. No, IRS doesn't do that, and state governments don't do that as well. Now, another area, and this is important for employers particularly, is that there's payroll and human resource scams out there. There's phishing emails that are going out, probably starting to go out now or will be going out any time, designed to steal W-2 information. Wanting you to click on something or fill out something. I haven't heard too much about these myself, but they're has something to do with W-2. So employers, be on guard. And if you happen to get one of these emails, actually you can report uh, this to, it's a phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G at irs.gov. Basically forward the email to their end. Another one of those things, let the IRS sort it out. And they'll, they'll get after it and they will get on top of it. Uh, business email compromise. And business email spoofing is happening. These are two other types of uh, scams that are going on with businesses and these HR scams. And sadly, we see because of the COVID-19, some businesses have closed, employees are working from home. This has become even more and more of an issue. Uh, There's a gift card scam going on through. I don't know what this obsession they have with gift cards, I guess because they're hardly... Uh, you can't really trace them and so on, but they'll use a compromised email account to request gift cards, and they'll even ask you to purchase them in various denominations to send to submit to these ones for their uh, criminal purposes. Now, here's one where employers got to be extremely, extremely careful, and employees as well. It's a direct deposit scheme. Ones may have accessed a victim's email account. And used it to change direct deposit information. So that's why we recommend, again, be good to update your email password every so often. Because they can direct uh, the employer to update direct deposit information and then direct to an account that the criminal or the fraudster controls. That is the craziest scheme that's out there. So that's where HR departments need to be very, very careful on that on payroll so that it is always going to the right place and if they get a request it's kind of one of those areas where I'm like you know I really want that in writing I don't I mean like physical writing not coming through an email address but get it in physical writing and confirm with the employee if they want it to go to this account so be very careful out there and I'd say I don't care if this is a business that's uh, two people or two thousand Those HR departments got to be very, very careful there. And then file a complaint with the FBI Internet Crime Center as well. Our last one is uh, ransomware. Real quick here. Our 12th one targets both human and technical weakest weaknesses. So basically, if you accidentally download something onto your computer that tracks keystrokes, locks up your data, and then asks for you to make a payment of some type in like uh, Bitcoin to be able to access your data well just don't click on anything you shouldn't click on and you can avoid ransomware these often come this can often enter through phishing emails like again fakes charity solicitations 
So they're looking for errors in the system. So that number 12, again, ransomware. So avoid that. And that's where good backups on your system are good. And even like 30-day backups, backing it up consistently so that you can, if you don't have to succumb to that, of course, the best choice is always to avoid it. Well, this is the IRS Dirty Dozen Tax Scams that we warn you to be on the lookout for. And as uh, Cash Tracks Financial here, Marcelino Dodge, we can help you to avoid these as well as help you to uh, look for intelligent solutions in business and financial life. You can always reach me at CashTracksFinancial.com. Email is success at CashTracksFinancial.com and call me 844-394-4287 and we would be happy to work with you through our three-step intelligent solutions management process to help you achieve your goals, both business and your financial goals, even faster through steps, through an action plan that takes care also of your taxes and accounting work so that we keep you up to date with year-round service proactively helping you work on your taxes. And of course, when you're a part of our three-step process, you have access to me, Marcelino Dodge, year-around for no additional cost. So keep, please, please contact us, and we'll be happy to work with you and help solve your uh, tax issues as well as work with you to be able to help you to be successful because financial success should be for everybody. Next week, we're going to discuss a very important topic. Of course, I call all of these very important topics because this is such an exciting topic for me to talk about and all of it is important in helping you as individuals to protect your information, to pay as least tax as possible. In this case, even some legal matters of how you can protect your business uh, in regards to the American with Disabilities Act and get a tax credit. So we're going to look forward to speaking to you again next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, This is the Tax Answers Advisor. I'm Marcelino Dodge on the Voice America Business Channel. Thank you for listening to the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. We'll be back again next Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more to share next week. 